Hello once again, everyone. Today is Yod 11 30 Yod, also known as October the 22nd, 2020. And this is the 13th day of Double Day, is what we're calling it, to be able to see and look at things in a different perspective concerning doubling that we've been, uh, that we started on 10 10 2020 by the word of Oracle David Barnes. Uh, and I appreciate his word. He sent out me another one today. Um, I'll see if I can get it sent to you or make it available for those. It was really, really, really cool. Um, I appreciate David's words and I appreciate what all he is about. He and Charla, his wife, amazing couple. You've heard me brag about them quite a bit. I mean it. It's not bragging if they can do it, huh? Well, uh, as some of you might have listened to my podcast last night or yesterday uh, concerning my, my situation with my uh, with my uh, room we were staying in, and it was not near what it what it was supposed to be. They, <laughs> you know, when you you rent somewhere, you sometimes you only can look at the pictures of the place if you're going to stay for a few days, and it, and they'd enhanced it with color and all kind of things. It looked awesome, but it really was <laughs> not even close. Well, you know, I when you first experience something like that, see, I was raised in the day where service was a big deal. Well, you, you serve the customer. Now, I understand when you've got abusive customers where the unit says the customer's always right, and some customers have been a real problem and use that uh, abusively. But I also know that service is a big deal, a big deal to me. And uh, when I was in the service industry concerning when I worked with a coffee service, uh, we would go around and I would do my job. And if they needed something, uh, even though I might be very busy on the route, so I would run anywhere from 20 to 35, 40 accounts a day sometime. And and to be able to get them all in, be able to get back in, and what we would do, we'd reload our trucks for the next day. We'd check all our invoices in. It was for the days of uh, personal computers. Our only computers were back at our home office in Mobile. And we had to do the, the invoices a certain way. We had to double check it and count our money and, and then reorder for the next day and do our orders for the next week and, you know, all those things that go into it. And during the day, though, our, my, our job in servicing an account was to make sure that what we had promised we would do, we would do. And then what was even better about what our relationship was is that we would go beyond that. And I, I really believed in that, and I still do. And that we would go in, it's a simple thing now, good to think about, but yet we go in at the time, you got all these, all these uh, different ones. And we also were the service concerning repair of broken down equipment. And so if you get a call, a service call, but we had beepers only then, didn't have cell phones. And beepers were even new technology. And, and, and the answer machine back at the home office, <laughs> you had to beep it into a phone. We all, always thought that was cool. And it played back your, your messages. And I always dreaded it because I didn't want uh, someone on the backside of nowhere. I had a big country route. Um, I had some city routes too, but uh, not, I mean, you know, not city as some people think, but uh, I did work in New Orleans. So, I, I, yeah, that's a big city. And, uh, you know, and be able to do these things. And you dreaded getting a service call maybe on the opposite side of where you were. We didn't have a service personnel. We were it. We, we were the salesmen. We were the service people. We were the uh, mechanics, uh, uh, the service repair people on equipment, uh, you name it. We had to keep our vehicles spotless. We were taught about being neat and clean and respectful. And we had to wear ties and dress up and, you know, that kind of thing and sell new accounts. 
So it was a lot involved, and when um, and but I, I don't regret it. It taught me a lot of things, and I appreciate that. But I would go beyond. You'd go into the account, and you would first greet the people and make sure they could see that you were there to service them, and you, you would look at the, where the coffee machines were, and you would clean them very good, and you would check everything out, and then you'd see if they needed supplies or not, and then you'd bring supplies. You'd never abuse that. If you did, you would lose the account, and I wouldn't do it anyway, but just to sell a uh, product. And you try to help keep their product and their product line uh, fresh, new, and you're taking care because they're paying for a service. Because we actually would charge it with uh, anywhere from 15 to, uh, at that time, that was ridiculous, 15 to $30, $40 a pound if you figured it per pound. But we weren't selling per pound. We were selling a service. So when uh, they kept us from saying service, we, we talked about per cup because people couldn't understand. Wait a minute, I can get a pound of coffee. At that time, it was a, it, it had doubled and gone from a dollar a pound up, up to 2 to $3 a pound. Everybody just flipped out. I'll never forget when it went to $6 a pound, and how everybody just couldn't believe it. And uh, we lost some business but um, and it, different things, but we began to just tell them how that it was per cup. It was like two cents per cup. And people could understand that, you know. A glass of tea was a half a penny. And, uh, of course, that's why they can get refills many, many, many times, still do today. Uh, but uh, when people charge, now they charge two fifty, three dollars dollars $3, $4, $5 for a glass of tea, and it still probably costs about 2 to $0.05. Cents. Now, if they get it pre-sweetened, like my friend has this great company called Sweet Brew, there's maybe a little more, but it is worth it. It is phenomenal what they do, the quality and everything that's there. But it's about service. So my, my whole deal is I would make sure everything I had promised was there plus on top of it. So my, my experience here was the, uh, the, the way they had had me sign all the, the papers pre-done without even seeing the place, but then they didn't live up to it. With, they didn't service that account in that respect. And they, even when I didn't get what they told me I would get, I had to pay for it anyway. But I do know the people that were working for them were just working for them, and they couldn't help the, the rules that were in force there. So I had to think about that too. And so today, when I did talk to them, uh, I, I did plead my case a little bit. I knew it wasn't going to do much good, but at least I had to at least voice it. So maybe someone who really owns the place might hear that and maybe reconsider. Um, but I had to pay for the uh, the particular unit, didn't stay in it, went to a hotel in another town and I stayed there. So I double, <laughs> more than double <laughs> what it would cost. And so, but I got to thinking I could be irritated with the people who are just working there. Nope, they've not, probably not paid much. Or, and, and just be nice to, first of all, vent the situation in a right way uh, and uh, to uphold, um, you know, uh, be nice, you know. I, I'll, um, I've heard Teresa Bowen talk about when her grandchildren, uh, her name's Avery, when Avery was smaller, she's almost 13 now, uh, a tall, beautiful young lady. But when she was a, uh, this young uh, little girl, I um, mean, how all children have some little funny thing. And um, uh, I, I don't know who, who was telling her this, her, her mom, uh, which is Jessica, or her, her dad, which is Joe, Joseph. Uh, would say be nice. Somebody said be nice. So she picked it up and says be's nice. So now sometimes when some people are getting a little bit on edge, we just say be's nice. <laughs> Funny little thing. So to today I started out and Robbie looked at me and we you know it's like one of those things like be's nice. 
these are just the people working there. They they just they're, they're you know they're not the people who own the thing that really should adjust this. So I just told the the, the lady my what my heart was, and I went, didn't get to get, go in and see the, the the property, but then was stuck with it for a night. They did they did not comp me that night. They should have, but they didn't. But they did put us in a much better place. Had had to pay a little more for it, but it's much better. And they have really taken care of us in, a, in different ways. So the people I have dealt with today, they came and cleaned this one very nice. And then they, we had a uh, issue with some technology in, in the house. And the man that came in and did that was just uh, went beyond to make sure we were okay. And so, see, things can, you know, can change your heart on something. You know, even though I, I should have got comp for last night, uh, didn't happen, but it made me feel so much better. But yet I was being nice too. I was bees nice. And that just goes a long way everywhere in everything. Mean people, uh, you know what that's the people say about that. I won't say that, but um, there's no reason to be mean. Uh, there's a way to be firm and fair. There's a, there's a way to be firm uh, without trying just to prove your point and ride over and r- roughshod over people. So I think I passed today, and I'm glad. I've had days where I've had to repent, and, and I've, I've failed. But I think I did today. Part of our walking out these double days and all these things is getting the, the essence of how Yahweh wants us to present ourselves to the world and His righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. I think that we did that today. I'm grateful for it, and Yahweh blesses us with this great place I'm in now. Well, that's my word over you today. Be nice. Shalom.